Do we know what the thing on top of Waka's head is called? Uh, hair? (laughs) Welcome to Amusement Sparks, the theme park design show. I'm your host, Andrew Spawn, and with me today are two excellent fellows who are experts at Final Fantasy. They're from the Ultima Final Fantasy podcast, who are you guys? Uh, I am Joe. And I am Caleb. There you go. And so could you tell us a little bit about your show and how you got into or why you're into it, maybe? Try so you take this one. All right. So years, years and years ago, back when I had all, well, not all of my hair, but most of my hair, I knew a guy named Joe who would occasionally come over to my house and use my washing machine. Even though we weren't really that good of friends, for some reason he just did this from time to time, and I was like, all right, whatever. Watched a movie, and then we started talking about Final Fantasy, because one, one of our lifelong friends uh, was into the series, and I had gotten him into the series, and we would discuss the possibility of maybe playing each of the Final Fantasy games. And at this time, Joe had a really boring, monotonous, driving-based job. And he wanted to have a sort of a companion podcast to our playthrough of Final Fantasy. He found a couple found a couple shows online, and they didn't really give him what he wanted, so he approached me with the idea of starting a, our own podcast that sort of filled that void. And whether or not we have is debatable but we have been doing it for five years and i think we've gone pretty in depth on the series it's been a lot of fun kind of doing a retrospective we're sort of winding it down a little bit now we're getting kind of near the tail end of the spin-off sort of series um, but we've played so many of the games so far it's been like what 30 ish final fantasy games at this point yeah i think we're actually like 40 ish uh, counting expansions to the 11 and 14 MMOs, but we've uh, we've put in the time, and I, I would like to think that we're at least quasi experts on uh, on the series and can come up with a, an amusing amusement park. So that's kind of the backstory for us and podcasting. And really, I just got into it because I don't know. I've always been interested in doing some sort of project like this like something to gain to to like reach out to people and to build like some online community but that's kind of why we started it where we're at today and yeah why we could be could be considered final fantasy uh, experts of sorts so Out of all of the worlds of Final Fantasy, and I don't mean worlds of Final Fantasy, uh, there are a ton of worlds we could choose from to take inspiration for for this theme park. What are you guys thinking? Is there a certain world you would want to visit from one of these games? Uh, as far as a, as far as a theme park, we were discussing before the show. I think you wanted to do Evilise, but I think as soon as Schweiss brought up Spira from Final Fantasy X. I think that's that's the winner. 
uh, in our book as far as like what yeah. we're going to go ahead and do a theme park theme park out of I love that. I mean, you got you got a big boss, an island, a Pacific Island sort of feel to it. Plenty of ride options available, you know, and it's a uh, it's a great world. It's it's a beautiful place, you know. I was just going to say I think it's so beautiful because it was the first one on the new platform, you know, the new PS2. We got to really push the art direction here and make it something that's really gorgeous and hey you know we can really do convincing water now and stuff like that so yeah that's that's awesome i for any listener who might not know the final fantasy 10 you know universe or the look do you think we could do anything to like describe what it it looks like to someone who might be new to the series close your eyes (laughs) and imagine a mm, hawaii Plus, yeah. plus anime, and you will have Final Fantasy Ted. Go ahead. S- sprinkle, sprinkle a pinch of Godzilla, <laughs> and you will have Spira. <laughs> and I would say some kind of, well, I almost just referenced Final Fantasy X as the kind of aesthetic of like, there's like this sort of curved metal thing like uh this sort of motif in the architecture i would say that's like a little bit sci-fi kind of mixed with fantasy yeah wouldn't you say it's like kind of alien looking metal yeah i'd agree i mean it's like a it's like a it's almost like the wreckage of a previous society like a post-apocalyptic sort of deal that's that's definitely the the style they were kind of going for with the game i i feel and even like that little necklace thing that sort of uh almost y-shaped t-shaped i think it's on titus's necklace i want to say you know that little it's like used as a sort of stand-in logo for a final yeah. fantasy 10 sometimes that sort of i don't know has similar lines and things like that it kind of reminds me of yeah that and that's style. the cool part about 10 is we have the super futuristic xanarkand and we also have the pacific islander style island so we, we got Get so much range as far as as far as uh, the technology is concerned with this land. Absolutely, yeah, it's a really unique one. It's I think one of one of my favorite worlds, honestly, too. Like, it might not be my f- very favorite game, but the world itself is super cool. We can start pretty much wherever you guys want to, but like, um, hmm, what? Let's just go for this. What's your favorite part of a theme park? Usually, Joe. Sometimes I'll do like some of the thrill rides, but I mean for me it's all roller it's roller coaster city. So you like you like the sensation of like you know your body being pushed to the limits and like you being launched into the sky and so those big like big action moments kind of or maybe what we should I mean that's what I that's that's what I do when I get into an amusement park. And I don't I honestly don't understand people who waste their time in the little booths. Like, that's insane to me. Or, like, yeah, yeah. getting a picture with, like, you can get a picture with, like, one Disney character, but if you spend more than ten minutes getting pictures <laughs> with any Disney character, you are wasting your time. Get to the next ride, darn it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think a lot of the things I really like about theme parks also include sort of just the ambiance and, like, looking at cool stuff and there's a lot of parallels actually with mmos so like because a lot of it is just kind of you're walking around and doing something sort of similar to what you normally do but 
you're in a cool setting now. You have like cool views. Maybe there's some like things you don't get to interact with very often in there here as well. But that can be done in sort of like the queue areas, like when you're walking and getting in line for the roller coaster. Like, I don't know, I'm kind of disappointed with a lot of, of like non-Disney parks especially. Like the part where you're waiting in line, it's just like a red metal handrail and concrete walls. Like, couldn't you have, you know, put up a poster or something? We could amp up the theming where it's like, uh, you know, the, the area where you walk through the line could at least look like, uh, I don't know, a bar from the game. Or it could at least look like a dungeon from the game or something. You know, we can, for sure. we have so many different sources of inspiration for the theming. I think that should be on point, even if you're just on, in line for all of the roller coasters. Like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, for me, what I kind of look for is... So there's something about Disneyland. I haven't been to Disney World, but there's something about it. There's like a there's like a feeling there. It's like there's like I don't know. There's something about knowing that Disney lived here for part of his life, and like this was the first one that he built, and he built it basically out of I don't know out of like love for the idea and stuff like that. In Disney World, they built to make it better than Disneyland in every way, and that's not a bad yeah. thing. But to me, I just wonder if it lacks the spirit, you know, the spirit of the of the Disney. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> Disneyland is probably more pure. You know, it's it's like the rough draft or like uh, the line, the rough sketch of that really cool, you know, Spider-Man cover or whatever. It, it has a lot more heart to it, even though it kind of looks crappy. Schweiss, what do you like to do at Disneyland? Like, what what really draws you to that park? Um, honestly, I just kind of, I just go completionist mode when I go there. Like, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. we got these list of rides. This one's down. This one's down. I cross it off the map, and then I'm like, all right, let's go do everything. Um, I like doing awesome. the. I mean, I like the big thrill rides. Um, you know, Splash the Mountains are all cool. Thunder Mountain, um, Splash Mountain, uh, the other mountains. You know, they're all fun. <laughs> Uh, I really, I've been a really the big fan. Yeah, the other mountains. I've been a really big fan of Indiana Jones forever, and I really like that one. It's really fun. There's not a whole lot to it. Maybe we should start with coasters then. Like those can kind of be the tent poles around the theme park, and then we can put, you know, the smaller things, the restaurants, and like entertainment venues and other little things like that, sort of in between them. Because mm-hmm. you can't just do coaster, 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 coaster. I disagree, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> Nonstop coasters. Oh, that's awesome. Um, actually, you know, you were talking about Indiana Jones. We we recorded an Indiana Jones episode, and it was lost due to horrible audio quality, unfortunately. But the uh, the kind of unique thing about that was like to get from one area of the park to another. There was a roller coaster that was like a chase scene. So it was like you know, it was a roller coaster. But it was also a way of transitioning from one place to another. Like the entrance and exit were way far apart from each other from every single roller coaster. So it's like if you want to get on a coaster, you're going on a ride. Like it's going to be a chase and you're going to end up somewhere else in the theme park. And then you can kind of like explore from there. And of course, you can go back to where you came from, but it's like set up almost like a story. I don't know that we'd need to do that for Final Fantasy X, but like, what do you think are the most like kind of pulse pounding like cool adrenaline moments of, of final fantasy 10 that stick out to you guys well there is a oh. part where they like surf on some cables from a ship down to stop a wedding uh yeah like tarzan 
in the in the yeah. Disney version. Uh, so that, I mean, that was immediate right there. Like that was the first thing, like the stop Yuna's wedding coaster. But I don't know. Yeah. I can't find like a good like name or like what the design would be because it's just like in the game they're just on rods. But I actually have a different idea for a coaster here. Okay, it's called Jet's Muscle, Jet's Muscle Coaster. And what this is is a giant version of Jet, the the final fight in the game, like with the big sword and everything like that. It's a coaster going yeah. around that hole that whole entire part with like flames and crap and so it's it it's it's probably like a quasi coaster kind of like um but also a kind of thrill ride sort of thing at the same time yeah the whole time that uh that's that cool. that's that slayer knockoff song is is raging in the background <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool like i i've actually never heard of that idea before of doing it where like you know there's sort of an action-packed scene that you're observing and like you're kind of moving around it is that like how you pictured it like it's almost like you're like sort of one of those cool like rotating cameras like the action and the combat is like down on the ground and like you're getting some of the repercussions of that but the actual ride vehicle is sort of circling around i would say like full-on like roller coaster speed, right? Like a good roller coaster uh-huh. ride. Oh yeah. But like with a like a huge jet swinging around a sword where you think you're gonna get hit, but you're not. <laughs> and like flames coming wow. out, and like the, the 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 flame thing like turns off right before like the you know your your car your like roller coaster cart thing like tips down into a drop or something like that. Like it'd be like it'd be like that. That's how I, I envision it. That's super cool. And you could also do it where it's more of a slightly more human scale ject and possibly the, you know, the party members. But you could have it where every time, like it's maybe even just a regular like store-bought roller coaster, you know, like where there's there's curves and you kind of slow down and you get a chance to like look at the ground and stuff. You could have like animatronics of each of these battle scenes happening every single time you get to a corner. And they're located far enough from each other that you won't see two jacks at the same time, although there are two jacks at once. It's like whenever you are, you know, going through this like thrill coaster, whenever it slows down around a corner, you see another little glimpse of the combat. Oh yeah. And so it's like it feels like that kind of, you know, the energy of like running back and forth and like an action packed fight, but on a much larger scale, because it's you know, the audience is actually on a thrill coaster, which is moving pretty quick, so you can't just have it all on like a stage because you're going to be moving much farther than a stage. Yeah, this roller coaster. So yeah, either is huge. one of those would work. Or yeah, <laughs> that could be two different theme parks <laughs> or two different roller coasters. I mean, you know, the giant size Jack and then the Jack and then the multiple iterations during different parts of the fight version. There you go. Of a different battle, of course. Schweiss. Beautiful. Wow. Schweiss, you got a coaster idea? Yeah. Um. So mine is going to be. The Jekt Shot Mach 3 or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be a real quick one, similar to the Colossus here in Utah. It's just like a double loop-de-loop is what the Colossus is. So it's like a tw- it's like a 15-second ride. It's super fast, right? So it's going to mm-hmm. do the it's going to do the thing where he like bounces it off his head or he like kicks it a couple times, kicks it into the wall. So the coaster is going to be going straight, super fast. It's going to do a quick, like, 180, pull all the way around, come back to where it started, 
lift up straight. <laughs> Hopefully no one's neck breaks. It's going to drop back down, and then it's just going to fly out, curve up into the sky, and then just keep going. <laughs> About three... Into the sky? Yeah, three, four hundred... launches you off? Yeah, yeah, three, four hundred okay. feet straight up, and then you just kind of come back down. That would work. And it's going to be the jet shot Mark Three. Would there be a giant foot behind... Yeah, yeah. There's a giant foot that launches it. How off. about how about it's a reverse coaster so that everybody's like looking at this giant mechanical foot before it like <laughs> it like hits the cart and then you guys go flying back. Ah, uh, you could do that. Yeah, we could have the foot and when it starts uh, and then when he does the final kick, it uh, <laughs> you just see the giant foot and it just go. You bounce right off, and the whole time there's like little sound effects of. Uh, that during that cutscene in ten, where it's like all these rude things that your dad's saying, like ah, "you were the woman," uh, cry, 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 like all oh, this like insane dude, amount of noise. That's gotta be <laughs> that's gotta be going in the line, like while you're waiting in line to get on the coaster. It's <laughs> just verbal. They're just beating verbal you down. abuse. <laughs> yeah, this is hardcore verbal abuse. It's <laughs> like crying by the time you get in there. Get people motivated for it. Yeah. Get people pumped. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. You gotta cry again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Then, like the really insult, the really hurtful stuff maybe plays during the ride, so it's kind of okay if you have some tears coming out. You're like, man, the wind really got to me on that. <laughs> uh, I was thinking it would be cool to do a coaster based on like on summons like any specific summon really but just i don't know those cut scenes are so cool and doing a thing like kind of like the the jacked idea like the giant uh character doing some like cool actiony stuff while the coaster moves around almost like the camera would totally work and be really cool i mean it'd have to be a gigantic animatronic or maybe like i don't know computer graphics or whatever but could be really cool. Oh, maybe it could be in VR. So then you could have like the weirder, bigger effects. Like sometimes those cutscenes are like extremely dramatic and over the top. And you could do that in VR. I mean, VR coasters, I don't know. Some people don't like those. Some people love them. But it could work for that, that concept, I think. Mm-hmm. Would you? Uh, yeah. Would you, which of the summons would you choose in 10? Would it be like I don't know. Ixion or Ifrit or um, what else do we got? Twice. I'm trying to remember. I'm always an Ifrit fan, and that was actually the one I was picturing in my head, but I wonder, we should probably pull up a list of uh, Final Fantasy X summons. Well, there's Shiva, Yojimbo, Anima, Quetzalcoatl, yeah, the sisters. Shoot, yeah, I'm probably forgetting some. Bahamut, Bahamut. obviously. Yeah. I remember at Universal's, I want to say it was Universal Studios, Orlando, they had like a ride that later became like a Harry Potter themed ride, but it was like uh, twin dragons is what it was. So it was like two like parallel dueling dragons. Yeah, it was like two separate roller coasters yeah. that were like intertwined with one another. And I'm thinking like you could do one that's a Shiva and one that's Ifrit, and they're like two intertwined roller coasters oh. with one another. Fire and ice. Yeah, and it could yeah. almost be a race too. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Like where one coaster wins sometimes, the other one wins sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of cool because you can't necessarily replicate combat with, uh, you know, civilians. 
like the park goers, but you can definitely do a race or something like that. Ooh, ooh. Where it's still like a, a, a feat of strength and a feat of, you know, these crazy, like, cosmic entities, but in a less uh, violent type of way. How about this? How about we make it FF8 style and they each have a little PlayStation controller and they have to hold select <laughs> and just hammer that square button <laughs> until the little block icon comes up and you got to stop. And then when it goes away, you got to oh, pound man. that button again and get those extra get those extra hits in, and that's oh, how you gosh. win the race. That could be like maybe that's a carnival game like that's overlooking <laughs> this roller coaster. And so, like, one area is, you know, people who are on Ifrit's side, like, and then the other team is uh, Shiva or whatever the other one would be. That's <laughs> that's kind of dumb, but it's kind of funny. So it's like a it's a dual ride where you've got the, the people controlling it from a different area, like a mini game, and then the people riding it are totally separate from that experience. And if you do really poorly, it, like, just chugs along and goes, like, extremely painfully slow if nobody's, like over there mashing buttons. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's an awesome little interactive idea. Uh, damn, that's cool. I always love the idea of like a giant PlayStation controller too, like, you know, instead of like a whack-a-mole or something, it's like you just have this huge, I don't know, 4-foot wide PlayStation controller and you have to like just jam on the buttons. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Would you Yeah, it could work. Would they pop up each of the buttons just pop up? Or maybe it lights up or something. Do we do we know what the thing on top of Waka's head is called? Uh, hair. <laughs> okay, I got a thrill ride idea based on Waka's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready for All right. this. So I'm not sure what this kind of ride is called at Lagoon. It's the pirate ship, but it's like a giant ship, <laughs> like on um. Like on a hinge, and it just like brings you up so that you're like 90 degrees, and then you you drop down, and you just it's like a gigantic swing with like a ton of people on it. Um, gosh, I wonder, yeah, I wonder what it's called in other places. Anyway, instead of a pirate ship, I'm just saying it's like two heads of Waka, plus like <laughs> the the hair, the weird quail hair. That's just like the shape of either side. Of this gigantic swing. Oh, okay. That is that is wild. Waka's Quail Hair Ride is my working <laughs> title. <laughs> working title. <laughs> I wish I could wow. show you the picture I just drew. Of it, I imagine two heads facing opposite directions <laughs> and exactly. the hair cowlicks touching. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm totally with you. It makes sense. It fits in with the the canon and uh, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Everybody's <laughs> hanging and, out. <gasps> I like the I like playing with the sense of scale of things. Like on some you know, some coasters like there there might be like characters who are human size, like your size, but then there's somewhere it's like a gigantic thing like you're riding on top of Waka's hair. That's awesome, man. And I've never I've never no one's ever brought that idea up before, like playing with scale that much. That is awesome. And the line, uh, you gotta have like just sound bites of Waka, John DiMaggio just going to town. Uh-huh. Getting you kind of on a loop. Yeah, just a just a loop of yeah. like 20 seconds of Waka so that you're driven completely insane by the time you get on. Maybe that's what all the the queue areas are. Just like really annoying, like um, just beat you down types of uh, sound bites. They just keep repeating over and over until like you're going to love this coaster because we're not going to be playing this for you anymore. (laughs) Oh man. Brutal. Uh, Speaking of Waka, what about uh, a Blitzball arena? Um, 
with or without scuba gear. I'm not quite sure how it would work, but that's a thing that is iconic from that game, whether you like it or not. This seems like one of the shows. This seems like one of the shows. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Right? Like a stunt show type of... Yeah, so we have that's, to hire the best underwater breathers in the world that are also stunt performers in order to put on a blitzball show every, like, one and a half hours. That's cool. I would go to it. Okay. Like, the spectacle is really cool. You yeah. know, when you first start playing Final Fantasy X, at least if you're, you know, a kid or whatever, I think I was, like, probably 11 or 12 or something when that came out. Wait, I was 11. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. It was like, oh, Blitzball Blitz seems awesome. It's not realistic in our reality, but it's cool to see someone else play, you know, a sci-fi sport. I guess the other way they could do it is, like, they could have the big, the wall, like, they could have the big ball set up and, like, have some kind of, like, visual projection effect so that it seems like it's water. And then, uh, all the guys inside are probably, like, like in ropes. Wait, that that's really practical. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just a minor little thing. You could even do it where there's the big sphere and then maybe... Four inches smaller than that is another sphere, and there's actual water flowing in between those two layers. And then inside is air, but, you know, with the the ropes and the amazing acting from our stunt team, they can act like they're underwater, and, you know, Mm -hmm. to the untrained eye, it kind of looks like they're underwater because you're looking through water to see them. Eh, I don't know, that could be something. One of the great things about the 007 movie, Moonraker, is that zero-gravity environments are just people walking (laughs) in slow motion. It's science. <laughs> oh, awesome. it's so great. Sorry, that was my little my little uh, tangent quip. Schweiss, you got any uh, other uh, ride ideas? As far as like a big staple, I feel like we have to have the boat that they're all traveling on that gets attacked by sin. You know, we have to have oh, yeah. a super interactive moment where you're riding this little boat ride and suddenly someone cries out sin and lip flaps for about 10 seconds <laughs> and they shoot that harpoon into sin and sin just kind of takes you guys for a ride oh yeah um, i think this could be one of the vr ones probably where you're in the boat but it's like in a room you know and you've got your glasses on and it's just like this super interactive experience kind of like a the around the world ride at disney I imagine, except for instead of smelling oranges and stuff, you just smell like seawater over and over again. It's just like smelly fish and like, you know. You can smell the sin. (laughs) Yeah, you can smell the sin. It's a very different uh, different idea that comes to mind. (laughs) Smells like shame and sweat in that pride. (laughs) Smells like sin. I don't know. That sounds like a much more boring thrill ride. But yeah, dude, the the sin thing would be awesome. <laughs> it almost reminds me of like um, Call of Cthulhu, like uh, doing the whole like you're sort of on a boat, but there's this like giant, you know, kaiju type thing coming after you. That's like a super thrilling moment. Like that, I would love to see that in real life. Is that the Jaws ride where Jaws the shark bites the side of the boat that everybody's on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there used to be one. Yeah. I imagine something yep. like that. Bigger scale, of course. Yeah, which is pretty pretty thrilling. I think as humans, we're sort of trained to be as scared of... Uh, I just said as scared. Oh, my God. 
uh, we're sort of trained or I don't know, evolved or whatever to be scared of stuff chasing our boat. So yeah, we'll, we'll get on people's fears there. I've got an idea for another, a, a splash mountain-y sort of ride. Ooh. It's got to be where you're in like a boat or like it, it's Yuna and Titus intertwined, right? And we're seeing, we're in like mm-hmm. a dark space and we're seeing projection of like the scene where she's like crying and they're in the water or whatever. But then the moment that they like kiss and then they go underwater, we drop way down. Into like into like a splash mountainy sort of uh, situation. Whoa! And we splashed out into the water, and uh, and I don't know, maybe maybe go around a few times and uh, like a roller coastery sort of thing, a little bit, a little bit more splashing, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. And then you come up for <laughs> air later. Oh my god! <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you could like. That's what I Do you remember the like uh, sphere sphere theater from Final Fantasy X? And they have like those spheres. It's like their yeah, TV yeah. kind of thing, like those little spheres. Yeah. I wonder if we could do it as like what we would call like a 4D theater in our reality, but like you know a circular row of seating around like one of those spheres that can like play a video on it, but it can also like launch water on you and stuff like that. So you could do it. I mean, I know it's not nearly as fun as an actual coaster based on it, but if you have like one of those 4D theaters, you can just kind of show some cool scenes and like tell a short story from Final Fantasy X while also, you know, shooting water on all the the people and it being a little bit thematic because it's played on one of those sphere, uh, you know, viewer screens. I don't know how you'd ever get that to actually work, but that's not our job. We're just supposed to come up with the request here in the... R&D guys will figure it out. That's right. Oh, I got one. I got one. So, not a coaster, just a little ride. Uh, it, it'll be like a a 30-foot diameter circle area. And you need to run around and you need to pick up the crystals. But while you're trying to pick up the crystals, these random little boards will come up, and they're all very padded, so it's like... It's like you're you're in one of those like uh, dual rings, you know, where you spar with the sticks with the mm-hmm. foam. It's foam pads, but they launch up super hard, and as you're trying to collect the crystals, they will just hammer you. <laughs> and so you go out there. It's a solo game. You go out there and you try to pick up ten crystals, and these ice shards are just coming up and just dominating you as you try to pick them up. So they, they spring up like a skateboard when you step on the yeah. air. When you're just trying to grab one and just you just get like knocked out by this board. That's awesome. People would totally try that. Like, you know, if they get knocked off, they'll want to get back in line. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's say we can mix it with like the Swiss Family Robinson ride at almost every water park ever, where you're like running across the little log things, but you're like jumping across platforms, and these things are just flipping up at random, just ready to take you out mid jump. <laughs> that sounds a lot more fun than it should. I think, like, uh, you know, that's like maybe not the best moment in the game, but I think in reality, like making a a safe uh, obstacle course version of that, it sounds a lot more fun. Yeah, and that's how that's like before you get to the parking lot. So everybody has to do it before they leave. <laughs> <laughs> you have to earn your way in. 
like, you want to go home, you better get those crystals and watch out for those ice shards. Wow. I've got, I've got uh, two. Uh, I've got one quick run here. Uh, a four. You know how they like have like the special like. I remember a Bug's Life had one of these, and then Shrek, Shrek had one of these, and then Terminator Two has one of these. They like make like a short film, and we all have like the forty. Cause I'm, I'm I'm basing this on your forty thing from earlier, just like a forty yeah. ride experience. I think like with FF10, you could do something out of the prologue of like Jet and uh, and Oron and that kind of thing, and you just get like a good four D like adventure video about like what happened in their past um it's not a very mm-hmm. funny example but i thought like legitimately if you were to have a spiro based um uh, amusement park of course you would have to have the oh let's go get lunch and do the little movie ride kind of thing right <laughs> yeah no that 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 works and like for people who haven't played the game like getting some of the the story and seeing some of the cool anime hair like hmm, that's a good there thing go. for people <laughs> yeah <laughs> I also think just walking around, like, if, if we theme it to look like Xanarkin, that'd be so cool. Like, it's a really unique-looking area. Hey, that'd be a good, oh, like, uh, that'd be a good, um, it's a small world after all kind of a thing. Yeah, where you're going through on the on the airship in the water, and everyone's just singing the hymn of the faith. And it's just the chorus of chorus of people from Spira just singing. I was wondering if the people on the ride had to sing the song. Like it just shows you the sheet music in front of you on the ride vehicle, and oh, they expect you to sing it. That'd be awkward. And if you if you're not good enough, sin is not sated, and he will destroy <laughs> you. And it's back to the crystal game. <laughs> oh no, dude! I got one, and it's freaking awesome. Are you ready for this? All right. So you gotta have the freaking puzzles from ff10 right so you gotta have like the each of the temples has the puzzles but i say we miniaturize all of that and instead of like having to go pick up the the spheres and like put them into place we like create a big mini golf course (laughs) that's like you you have to like make certain shots in order to like open up like the next little area and then it'll give you like the next golf ball and you got to figure out like which hole each of the golf balls that you get goes to. It's a very complicated game of miniature golf. That's cool. <laughs> in fact, around the around the ninth hole, you might get a little stuck. This one will obviously have to be timed. Like you can't be in there all day. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my idea is like a mini golf course based upon all the temples that you got to go to and all the puzzles you have to have, you have to solve in FF10. Yeah. And there's like moving platforms <laughs> screwing you over the whole time too. You're just like, God, come on, <laughs> who made that this sounds game? cool though. Like as a mini golf course, like the same thing, like you take those really like, I don't know, annoying or like, uh, often criticized moments of the game and you make it into like a reference that's actually somewhat amusing or entertaining for like, you know, a part goer. I was picturing the, um, the sphere grid when you were talking about that too, the mini golf thing. Like, so maybe there's like oh yeah some other sort of sporty type thing, like, you know, throw the ball through the thing, but it's like, I don't know, a big sphere grid and you have to try to like knock them out in the correct order to like unlock more prizes or something. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's another like sort of iconic, uh, ball based uh, moment of the game 
I would I would actually take the sphere grid and have have one of these little places that I never go and I have like a dartboard for the sphere grid uh-huh. and you have to like get oh, you your characters like you have to like keep on making these shots and uh, if you get your characters like a certain stat to a certain level you get like a prize or something like that I don't know No I mean that's cool though or like there's a multiplier if you if you hit them in the correct order like you know you oh, get a yeah. point just for hitting the target but but if you you know treat it like a real real life sphere grid would operate. Uh, you gotta you know start and go in the correct order and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, for doing like a, a people mover kind of like a transportation vehicle, doing a giant Fahrenheit would be super cool. Like that airship, that would be like oh yeah. I don't know. It's just such a unique thing. And like if you could kind of always see it on the, like the horizon of the theme park around the outside, and it's just like a train basically. Like you just get on that to go to a different part of the park, but it's always part of the backdrop. Would be really cool. You know the Toy Story ride. It's like, uh, I think it's something mania. It's where you you come across a bunch of different screens and you have to like launch rings or shoot darts or throw balls and stuff to get points, mm-hmm. right? I say we do that, but we make it the 10-2 mission with Yuna, that little mini game where she has to like kill all the flans and like take down the beasts and finish within a certain time frame. Um, you take out the time frame by just having it like a, as a two minute, maybe, well, maybe more like five minute ride, and you basically just go through and you have dual pistols, just like Yuna and Ten Two, and you just blast, blast away at the Final Fantasy things on your screen. Um, it makes it make it kind of like a almost like an Area Fifty One sort of style where it's kind of interactive, like you're sort of seeing it from Yuna's perspective. But it's you in a cart with two or three other people kind of spinning around and going to different screens that you can use the use the guns for. And you can shoot little little bo- bonus things on the side that will occasionally pop up. And you can get like spells that you can cast um, to do extra damage, take out flans and stuff like that. And kind of save those up and do big nuke attacks to take out a bunch of enemies at once. And then at the end you kind of just see who has the most points and sort of go from there. That sounds awesome. Um, I think that would be a, an, an easy one to put in. And I that's like my one of my favorite things in freaking Disneyland is that, uh, that Toy Story ride. I'm like, yes, so many points to be had here. <laughs> yeah, and they've got like the, the leaderboards for the day and the leaderboards for like that run um, and for like your, your particular cart of people. So I, I, I think that would be a cool little interactive one. Not so much like yeah. thrill sort of deal but just kind of a fun little thing to cool down with and you know? something I, w- I like to kind of imagine is the next generation of, of theme parks is like making it a little bit more what they call gamified where there's like you have kind of an ongoing score or like an ongoing virtual inventory of items so like that would give those of us who mostly just like the roller coasters a reason to kind of try out everything in the park is like you're getting more uh, currency or you're getting you know you're unlocking different items or whatever um, and then maybe if you get a certain score in that game or like the darts game or, or whatever, the button mashing thing for the, the summons coaster, you get enough points and then you get access or like an invitation to like a restaurant that's like only for like, you know, top tier players or whatever. Um, and that could be like that 
that version of Xanarkin that's like the city that never sleeps type of vibe where it's like all lit up at night and everything the like ancient metropolis thing like it's not really something that exists necessarily like really but it'd be a cool thing as like a reward like a members only thing you can go to at night if you you know scored really well during the day i think it'd be really cool if, like uh, maybe that's maybe that's just what the whole park looks like at night possibly i don't know Ooh, I like that yeah, with those like weird light pole things that yeah. they have going on. It's like, really cool and like the hologram light poles. Very memorable uh, visual, I think. And so, like, you know, it'd be a cool place like take your pictures and like, yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, they'd have to have the uh, the band that plays that metal song just like yeah. on loop. Like they just <laughs> live there, and all they do is just. Gonna lose his. That's such an awesome song, dude. I. Uh... <laughs> after like a night what if it was just an animatronic he just it's can't like, speak you know there's uh some it's a small world characters oh. singing that. oh it'll be like the band at um chucky e. cheese oh. <laughs> after the the tapes have started melting and oh. everything gets a little little yeah. oh that'd be so cool little animatronic <laughs> versions yeah i've got uh i've got a, a little bit That's of theater good. here for you so obviously we got to have like a concert for yuna right this is like where ooh, we're gonna watch the the show where all these like people that couldn't make it on broadway are still in like a or like <laughs> doing a show at this amu- amusement park at, at two and four o'clock every day um, this show is obviously it's got to be like there's got to be like YRP performing and they'll perform songs from the game, right? All the songs from the game, all three of them. But then like in the middle of like the what you like the last actual song there is like suddenly sin attacks and then the person playing Yuna has to make everybody do that theme in the audience. Like everybody sing along with me. And then, like, this giant animatronic thing of sin is, like, you know, is, like, making damage or whatever. And everybody has to, like, play along with this thing until, you know, they'll have, like, some someone go attack the the giant animatronic thing of sin, like, another thing, and it'll go away. And that'll be the end of the show. Not too bad. That's kind of cool. I mean, especially if there's, like, you know, a giant battle that happens at the end of it. That's yeah. better than just the song. If, I wonder if there's anything we could do with like with sending like Yuna's little sort of funeral dance thing on the water. Like, I wonder if that could be like uh, part of like a um, like they do in Las Vegas, like those big like uh, fountains. That's a word. Oh my gosh, fountain uh, fireworks. Oh yeah, things. A fountain show. I don't know. Something like that would be kind of cool, even if it's not all the time. Like if it's only you know at sunset or something. Be really kind of cool having like a one-time only per day performance. That's that, uh, with you know the spirits going off everywhere, and I don't know. That's a pretty. This is another cool like iconic scene. Yeah, like in the middle of the food court area, kind of like yeah. they have it at Disney, where you can kind of sit down. It's like your, watching the fireworks. You know, with your seventy-dollar burrito, <laughs> and you can just watch the show. Oh yeah. And tell yourself it's is, worth what it. What kind of food should we have? Are there, you, you guys have any ideas for like themed food? <sighs> Lots of calamari. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it'd have to be like fish and sushi. It's gotta be a lot know? of Islander food, right? We could do that plate of spaghetti that the uh, Riku gives Titus in the very beginning of the game, where he like is starving to death, and they just bring him out this like 
plate and it just looks like spaghetti. It's like super, super cuisine style, like spaghetti, you know, like perfectly al dente noodles, like delicious sauce, heavy on the on the meatballs, just spaghetti. And you have to eat it with your hands. Like there's no silverware <laughs> for the spaghetti. It's an immersive dining experience. There's got to be one place called, like it's Macarena Temple. I'm sorry, Macalania Temple. And, oh my God! And that's Come on, like Titus. The big, that's the big restaurant, but there is a room in there. It's called the Macarena Temple Room. And, <laughs> and that song just it has playing. the song. <laughs> has, oh my God! It's it's Macarena themed. Like it's the only place in the whole <laughs> in the whole entire uh, amusement park that's not FF10 themed. It's the, <laughs> the Macarena it's just room the music video. in the Macalania Temple. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> and all you do in there is dance, and then every I... time they say, uh, <laughs> hey, I Macarena, yeah, it's I. <laughs> Macarena wow. Temple. I. Gosh, I can't believe that's in that game. I can't believe Isn't that that's funny? in that game. <laughs> Yeah, it's really random. That's probably the most random thing in the entire series. Most random cultural reference joke. Pop culture, yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Outside of the context, or like outside of that song existing, that conversation makes no sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to put the chocobo things in there, right? Like that's got to be all the kid rides. All the kid rides have to be like chocobo Aww. themed. And like balloons and crap, you gotta like pop balloons. You're on like this big course, like against a bunch of other people, and like your your chocobo can go side to side just a little bit, and uh, you're trying to like pop these balloons that like as soon as you touch them they'll pop or whatever they'll be like sprung to do that. And like you're trying that to, could like, definitely be an arcade game too. Yeah, yeah, something like you that. Know. That could definitely be a yeah, like an arcade game for sure. Something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would it would work as a ride too. I think we got to have the DDR pad with the dance moves. The only song it has is the uh dance moves to the real emotion at the beginning of Final <laughs> Fantasy 10-2. And it's a three-player three-player experience. It's you and your backup dancers um behind you and you guys just go to town on that. Um tournaments nightly. <laughs> See who gets to gets to win, you know, and they get the they get a signed copy of the soundtrack. That's awesome. If you if you if you come on top, but yeah, it's yeah, it's like three three to five DDR pads, and it's just your whole team, and you guys got to choreograph it as a group, and you get you get like a team score, and each team sort of faces off against each other, uh, getting their getting their real emotion on. <laughs> You know, one of the f- that's that's easy, yeah. The, put put another game in the arcade. That's awesome. One of the funny things about Disney parks for me, or like any like a uh, movie theme park, I guess they have the characters walking around. Now with FF10, like you can get like some big cactars running around. I'd like to see a guy in like a skin tight green suit, <laughs> just like making these like weird cactus poses or cactar <laughs> poses. Uh, that would amuse me. But it's funny. That's like. All the non-human characters, they're like big, um, like mascots almost, right? That's what their suits mm-hmm. are like. But if it's a human character, it's just like a really attractive person in cosplay, like really good cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> that's always funny to me. I don't like. 
it is kind of awkward. Like, shouldn't you have like a fake head on or something? Yeah. No, it's too real. It's just like, oh, the girl from Mulan is an Asian gal who's very attractive, and then we'll go. <laughs> Cinderella is a very attractive blonde woman, and we just keep on going down the list. Like Captain America is a very chiseled dude. Like, as Captain America. Like, You could make it, like, a costume of, like, the PS2 graphics. Like, that's just, like, you know, like, you're wearing, like, a Power Rangers outfit, basically, but it has, like, printed on it the PS2-level detailed graphics of the character. Oh, that's good. It'd be really weird-looking, but I think it'd be amusing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think... uh... Or you could do it, like... It could be a little chibi, too, where it's, like, a character with, like, a big head, and then Waka's hair is, like, three feet tall off top of that, and it might get rid of that weird... I don't know if it's an attraction thing with you or, like, a phobia, but you have some strange feelings about those people, so I'd like to help settle that for you. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, all the people that come into the park dressed as cosplayers, like, they gotta come... There's gotta be, like, some sort of, like, special thing that they can go to that no one else can go to, right? Well, what about, like, the ten two, the ten two dress-up thing? Like, that oh. system. Could we replicate that somehow, or, like... I don't really have interest in this, but doing like a fashion show type of thing. There's got to be a fashion show, right? Obviously. That's why we're all here. It's in between the other like big theatrical thing is that there's like a, there's a fashion show and no singing. There's just like, you know, the just YRP walking around and then just like, there'll be a suddenly a bright light and like someone that looks like the other person just like dressed in new clothes is like suddenly pops up. But yeah, yeah, there's, there's one for you. Uh, definitely all the drinks, they all have to be in, like, those glasses that are, like, almost a circle, like, almost a sphere. Uh-huh. Every, every drink in the park has to be, uh, has to be served that way. Um. The bar's gonna be a mess, like, from cleaning up all those, because oh, yeah. it's not super practical, but hey. Yeah, every, every day at sunset, the, the Kilika part of the... Um, park the Kilika part of the eating area just floods so <laughs> just gets absolutely drowned that's how you, you send the message that the park is closing in 10 minutes <laughs> just flood out your, yeah, your it's customers like, it's like sin will be attacking in 5 <laughs> minutes please proceed to the nearest oh, exit <laughs> it's the flooding of the food area and that's like a way to clean yeah. it out too you know we just dump all the trash into the it's ocean like, it's, it's like, like you send a fake a fake yeah. tide to just sweep everything off, and it just goes off into the ocean. No, that's great. Yeah, and we don't have to right. deal with it anymore. <laughs> right? um, it's a good way to take take care of the, take care of the mess every day. We just have like a a dam that's holding back like twenty feet of sea sea level or whatever, and we just like bring it That'll in, <laughs> drain it back out, start again tomorrow. And it costs like forty <laughs> times more than just having a whole team of janitors, but. Yeah, it's cooler and more thematic. But it's 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 awesome when we get to watch our trash just drift out to sea. Be sent. <laughs> it's been sent. Uh, yeah, the spirit of the McDonald's cup yeah. is now is now sent to the far plane. We do that with the lost and found once a week too. We put it, we send it. That's the that's the far plane is the lost and found. Uh, that's where you go to find go to find your stuff. Oh, that's, that's really hilarious. cute. Hilarious! Oh my god. Where's my? Where is that scarf? 
<laughs> you walk in and just a scarf just appears from the mist. Oh, hey, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> Should we have a hotel on the property? Do you have any any ideas for a hotel? Ooh, I mean they have inns, but do we ever see like past the like the opening? I don't believe we do. I, yeah, I think it's just a little lobby thing. Yeah. Right? Huh. Yeah. I mean, certainly every room would have a uh, Spira theme to it. There's got to be like a Cactar room. There's got to be an Ixion room. Uh, once again, Waka's hair has to have a room unto itself. Uh, If it's the Waka room, I mean, I'm looking at a guy with like, doesn't wear a shirt. You know, he's really like, he's really fit and ripped. It could be the bachelorette party room. (laughs) There's a a bachelorette party, uh, room you can reserve at like the nightclub. And it's just, it's huge blown up pictures of all the the buffness of everyone's muscles. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's Waka and then Seymour with his ripped blue veiny body (laughs) and his antler, his antler, uh, hair. Oh my God. Oh man. (laughs) I think it'd be cool to do like, uh, some ride vehicles that are themed after different weapons in the game. Cause there's like some really cool color schemes and some cool lines that you could replicate. Either, I guess, ride vehicles or, like, maybe hotel rooms. Like, the ones that aren't, like, specific-themed, they can be a little bit more, like, subtle. Or, like, the lobby could, like, I don't know, have the colors and, like, some of the lines of, like, Titus's sword or, or Yuna's staff thing. Like, you could just kind of take those motifs and make, you know, a pretty classy experience out of it. For while sure. it's they... pretty clearly a reference. They can be in hot dog stands and stuff like that. Like, just in the, <laughs> the design of the... Of the of each of the you know little structures oh, throughout the park, dude, like a a funnel cake or a pretzel that's shaped like Yuna's uh, little bubble blower on her wand. I've never thought about that as a bubble blower. That is now. I I was just gonna say wand, and forever. then in my head a, a bubble blower popped up. That's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> and now that's the thing that they hand out to all the kids, and there's tons of bubbles all over the place, and bubbles make sense with FF10 because there's spheres. Oh yeah, everywhere. Wow. And that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Get the bubbles. We did it. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of additional like other little design elements that we could you know could go into, but like, I think we got the big broad strokes of it, but. You know, if we had the time to go back through and play Final Fantasy X just looking for more theme park inspiration, we'd probably find some more stuff. So oh, yeah. maybe the audience can find some things in their next playthrough and, and let us know on social media or whatever. It'd be kind of cool. For not having a, an exact topic until literally on the air like that's that's pretty sweet i'm impressed with you guys that was awesome you made it and if if you decide you know there's another world you'd want to do i'd love to have you guys on again yeah man and i know this is this is different than your average you know episode for sure on your show so i don't know hopefully people like it and if you guys do um or if you don't what do you got for social media what's your plugs good or bad feedback hit me up uh amusementsparks.com amusementsparks on facebook amusementsparks on twitter Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, and it can be found in your podcast app. 
We are Ultima Final Fantasy, the ultimate Final Fantasy podcast. You can go to ultimafinalfantasy.com. Uh, you can tweet me at Joseph DeGaulier, D-E-G-O-L-Y-E-R is how you spell the last name. Yeah, you can tweet me at UFF Podcast. And we got a couple other shows. We got a Game of Thrones podcast called uh, A Song of Schweiss and Johnson. I have a Godzilla podcast called The Godzilla Podcast. And then our sister show is called Nude Clan. Uh, now... We were told that this is a family-friendly show, so uh, that is not a family-friendly show, so just FYI. In fact, none of our shows except for the Godzilla podcast are family-friendly shows. So there's your there's your little warning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you like Godzilla, if you like Game of Thrones, if you like uh, Final Fantasy, if you like video games, well, we've got a show for you somewhere on our Geekdom Entertainment Network, so go check us out. 